honestly, I mean, if we're home, you're with us. And uh, I feel like that is one of the things we have fought for. And like the three of us had made possible is that like if we're going to be on our own or something, we include everybody because we're family. Right. And that's what it comes down to. And I think that's one of the things that Matt has adjusted to so well is that idea of <laughs> Steve's part of our family. And I really have appreciated that. And I know Steve has too, but it just makes such a big difference. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Pretty good at that. We are pretty good at that. Merry Christmas. Ho, yeah. ho, ho. <laughs> it is, is dropping on Christmas Day, right? It is dropping on Christmas Day, although I doubt very many people will listen to it on Christmas Day, but... Merry Christmas. You never know. We will be disappointed in you people if you chose to open presents and spend time with your family instead of listen to our episode. <laughs> Slackers. Just kidding. We hope you have a fabulous time with whoever you spend Christmas with and enjoying or doing whatever you do for Christmas. We want to start off by reading a few reviews. We had a bunch come in this week. And then we're going to talk more about Christmas. And then we're going to talk more about Christmas. Steve's excited about Christmas. <laughs> um, so this one is from Final Four Girls, One Boy. Four Girls, One Boy. Five kids? Whoa. <laughs> you have three. That's close to five. <laughs> He's making funny faces. Except it's not. All right. It says, enjoyment and fun. I have really enjoyed your story and the detail and the feelings you all share. It will help so many people wondering how to navigate life, whether it be how to be divorced well or how to come out in a religious family. Thanks for being so open. Thank you for the review. We appreciate it. Here is another one from Nikkel Purcell. I hope I said your name right, because apparently we're not good at that. What? <laughs> the positive side of things. Every week I listen with an open mind. I love how I can look at the positive side of things in all situations. There are different opinions and I love listening to all walks of life. This is a podcast I share with my friends and family and they all come back saying how awesome it is. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, keep sharing. Thanks, Nikkel. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to share those two for now. And then Steve wants to talk about Christmas. Steve does. We I all do. We we're going to do dun, 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 another dun, 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 dun. Okay, I guess we're back dun, to Christmas. Dun, 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 we're going to do what? Dun, 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 okay, shh. <laughs> thank you for the background music, Jessica. You're welcome. Okay, what do we want to talk about about Christmas? Well, you said you wanted us to share some Christmas traditions, right? Yeah, we're thinking we might talk about some Christmas traditions we have that have changed over the years. Because Steve and I had Christmas traditions when we were married. Did you have Christmas traditions when you were married, Matt? Or was it not long enough to really get into Christmas traditions? Uh, it wasn't long enough, probably. It was only a couple years together, right? Yeah. And then... But I do remember, like, when I first met Anne, it was during oh, the Christmas, Christmas season. season. Mm -hmm. And you went to Garden Aglow. Yeah. Oh, and that's why you hate Garden Aglow. Yeah. <gasps> Which is funny because that's one of... 
That was one of our Christmas our traditions. traditions. Penny's been to Garden of Glow every year of her life. Really? Yeah, even when we didn't live in the U.S. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I came home that first Christmas. That's funny. So Somewhere we have a picture of Itty me Penny. and your brother side by side with our one-year-old babies zipped up in the front of our jackets. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just their little uh -huh. baby heads sticking out the top. Yep. <laughs> Penny and Liza. That's funny. But what were you going to say? Do you remember anything the next couple of years after that, specifically about Christmas? No, I don't remember. You don't remember Christmases? No. Do you remember Christmas after you were divorced on your own with the kids? I mean, I'm sure you're with your family, right? Yeah. Because you were living with them. For, yeah, a couple of Christmases. Yeah. And then the next Christmas, you and I knew each other. Yeah. But you weren't dating me. Nope. <laughs> okay, so Steve, you and Penny still go to Garden the Glow? Huh? Why? Why? <laughs> Matt hates Garden the Glow. We have not had the negative experience that you had there, Matt. Matt just doesn't like, like it because it's cold and costs a lot of money and there's lots of people there. I think that's yeah, why you don't my, like it. My favorite thing about it is those. And I didn't silly... have a bad experience there. Okay. Except being, with except being cold and paying money to park somewhere and... Being cold. Okay, you Grinch. <laughs> You're a mean one. I'm well, I'm like, here's the thing. It's How like, many Christmas songs can we get Jessica to sing? Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> you walk in, it is beautiful, and there's lights everywhere, but I just paid this much money to walk around and look at lights. Were you wearing those holographic, hologramic, whatever the word is, glasses? Those only came out like three years ago. Well, they are my favorite thing in life, <laughs> <laughs> or close to it. Those glasses that you put them on and every light you look at turns into the shape of a reindeer. They just... Not just reindeer. Snowmen, I really, angels. The reindeer ones are my favorite, though. Santa. He likes those reindeer. They just really spark joy in my life. <laughs> All those little <laughs> reindeer lights. <laughs> okay, so what are things that you do, Steve, now that you're are yours and Penny's traditions? Because I don't even know if I know. Me and Penny have lots of traditions that we do every every December. Mostly Boise downtown related traditions. Uh, we usually kick it off with Tuba Christmas. It's Which is? 75. <laughs> now Matt is providing the, the backup music. <laughs> this uh, is a musical episode. This was the 46th annual Tuba Christmas at the Boise Capitol. It's 75 tubas. Playing. Have tubas been around that long? Evidently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's always fun. Just tuba music in the rotunda. Does Penny actually like it? She was pretty dang bored this time. <laughs> I always wonder, like these traditions, how many of them Penny actually enjoys? I don't know, but I really like them. So <laughs> we're going to keep doing them. Well, it's not like it's Kinda a like long the waterfalls. concert. Right. You just like, look the, at water. like the waterfalls, yes. That's awesome. What else um, do you guys do? We go see the real Santa at D11's bank. Mm. If you didn't know, that's where the real Santa resides. <laughs> I'm not kidding, though. He this really guy, does. We'll post a picture of Penny and the real Santa. It's amazing. We can post every year of Penny and the real Santa, probably. But I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, he has me convinced that Santa is real. So let's talk about this. This is year is the first year that, because Penny now knows that Santa isn't real this year. Yeah. Did you take her to see Santa? We haven't. And I was going to this Saturday, but now we're going to be out of town. So I guess we're missing oh. the real Santa this year. Penny Over. was real concerned after last year that he wasn't going to be around this year. 
She was afraid he would die. He looked real rough last year. Aww. But check this out. This Santa remembered, I don't know how old she would have been. Four, three, five, I don't know. But <laughs> the second year we went, Santa remembered what she had asked for the year before. Whoa. Legit. I'm not even kidding. That's impressive. It's that super impressive. impressive. Must be the real I don't Santa. even remember right? what she asked for the he year has, before. He has reindeer, legitimate reindeer that live out at his place in Kuna or wherever the heck he is. He has a sleigh Steve, that he had imported from. He lives in the North Pole. Well, I think he has a summer home in Cuna. Oh, a summer <laughs> home. <laughs> I mean, where else would you have a summer home? It's not Cuna. But he has a sleigh that he had imported from Switzerland. Wow. Yeah. This dude's legit. He, has he elves. is legit. Yeah. So he brings the reindeer and his sleigh to Neil Evans, Evans Bank. bank. <laughs> he takes them to the botanical garden sometimes, but we always end up missing that one. Mm. The botanical garden. That is anyway, so what funny. else? We always do the free carriage rides at Washington Bank or Washington <laughs> Trust, or I don't know what that gets called. But Apparently thank the, goodness for all the cool banks of Boise. You guys also decorate the tree at the Zion Bank building. That doesn't happen anymore because my friend that used to manage that event space doesn't anymore. But that, that was so fun. Sad. We would go. They have these big Christmas trees that they put on the 17th floor in the windows that are visible from all over town. And yeah, we would always go decorate those. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Do you have any Christmas traditions that are your own? Why are those not my own? No, I mean like just you. Is there anything that you like to do? Like you're single, you're on your own. I have one that I like to do on my own. Let's hear it because I can't think of any. It correlates. She likes to buy herself gifts. I do love to buy myself gifts actually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't do it very often. That comes from my dad. My dad used to leave gifts under the tree for himself that said from one big guy to another and like Santa's to Santa's little helper and stuff like that. (laughs) So I've um, started that tradition, I guess. No, mine is, so we have a tradition as a family where we make gingerbread houses. We have like a Mm. big gingerbread get together. We try to switch up who we do it with every year. Steve's usually there. That's fun. That's um, crazy. I buy, I go and buy all the gingerbread houses the year before on clearance. This is the pro tip. You go buy the kits after Christmas the year before, and they're like $2. As long as you're not planning on eating any of the gumdrops when you actually build yeah. the house. Because they're Don't real stale they by the following December. <laughs> yes. But um, So we have a big get-together, and we make gingerbread like houses. And it usually results, I was going to say, yeah, it usually results in a dozen or two gingerbread houses. Yeah. A usually, dozen or two? Oh, mm-hmm. got it. Usually there's candy smashed into the floor somewhere. Yeah. It's amazing. It's great fun. I love it. It actually is really fun. It is fun. And I was actually really happy because Hank this year asked me, like, right around Thanksgiving, he said, are we doing gingerbread houses this year? And I said, yeah. And I was a little nervous because I wasn't sure if he'd be excited or like- Oh, he was jazzed. And he was wow. stoked. So I was like, oh, that made me happy. Like, those are the things I really hope our kids remember is that- we made an effort to create those traditions and have a fun time. So It makes me really sad that your family doesn't do Dutch Christmas anymore. Yeah. Why don't they? Oh, it ended badly. Oh. So the there first time I ever thrown. went to Dutch Christmas was the last time they ever did it. Yes. Yeah, why you got to ruin Dutch Christmas? That had nothing to do with it. Jessica's grandparents were from Holland. Holland. Well, my grandpa's. Grandpa. I would do Dutch Christmas. When? Beginning of December? Yeah. And everyone that's when... would put out their wooden shoes, and we would hear the story, the incredibly racist story of Sinterklaas. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Matt didn't <laughs> even is, get that. I didn't even get that. Well, Santa Claus was like the Dutch Santa, and he had lots of slaves. Why didn't I get that? Story. Because for some reason they switched it that year. You did not get the real Dutch Christmas. Maybe next year we'll do real Dutch Christmas for you since you've never experienced it. Mm. Anyways, yeah, that night tempers got hot. People were swearing. I do remember hearing about that now. It people was were rough. Throwing cookies at people's people heads. People were throwing cookies, which is part of the tradition, but not directly at people's heads. It got a little aggressive. So anyways, but okay, so at the end of gingerbread house making oh. – there's usually one gingerbread house that for some reason doesn't get made. I swear every year this happens. And so then later on that night or like whenever I have alone time during the Christmas season, I sit down and make one all by myself. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> but you didn't do that this year. It's still sitting up there waiting for me to make it. She's waiting for you to give her some alone time, Matt. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't think it's going to happen this year, which is fine. But it's just funny. Hmm. That's one of the things I do on my own. So you know what another one of me and Penny's Christmas traditions is? Penny's Christmas tradition? What? Is on the top of our Christmas tree goes a picture of her. (laughs) 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 It's one of those like pictures that like you make as a Christmas tree ornament in kindergarten or whatever. And Penny rigs it to the top of the Christmas tree every year. That is so Can I please mess with her? And put a picture of me on the top. <laughs> like switch it out sometime yeah. when she's not there. Come on over. That would be so funny. <laughs> this is actually the first year that she didn't do it because when Grandma oh, Blanche passed away, it. we got a little angel tree topper and Penny wanted to put that up. Oh, that's cute. But every other year, Penny has put her face on the top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> the most and not even ornament. to be funny, just, that's just where because she wants it. that's where she deserves to be. <laughs> that is so funny. So Matt and I have different traditions based on whether or not we have the kids. Yes. So when we have the kids for Christmas, we do traditional Christmas. And oh, and I guess we do stuff different on Christmas Eve too. We usually go to the homeless shelter here in town and serve Christmas Eve dinner and help set up and decorate yeah. the tables I loved and doing stuff. that last year, by the way. Oh, it's so great. I love That's that cool. tradition. I mean, we do it on the years that we have the kids. Yeah. Cool. And the only reason we don't do it on the other years is because Matt and I usually leave town <laughs> and try and go do something on our own. So the years we have the kids, we do that. And then we do like everybody comes to our house Christmas morning, whoever's in town, and we do presents and stuff and whatever, normal Christmas stuff. The other weird tradition that we've oh, done we with do our kids, when we have the kids, so every single year that we have the kids, we cover up the present where the presents mm-hmm. are in some weird way so they can't see them so they can't see them they can't come peek during the night they can't see the tree I, yeah i liked the year that you wrapped the christmas tree yeah that was in t- wrapping paper we literally ago, did right? ceiling to floor covered the christmas tree in, in like wrapping this big, paper yeah it's hilarious <laughs> it was so awesome matt puts up with these shenanigans one yeah. year we did just the hall where like you they walk out. Yeah, they op- well, they opened the door from the stairs and they couldn't get out because it was wrapped. Wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. And then another last year we did it all across the opening of the living room, which yeah. is pretty dang big. <laughs> we had to have supports to keep the <laughs> wrapping paper up. Put a chair partition. Yeah. And a ladder or something like that yeah. behind it. And I always make the kids pajamas. I make them new church clothes. They're getting too old to appreciate that. So we're which is fine. That's just going up. I remember the ages that I got to that too. But just different things like that. It's really fun. How many yep. Christmases have we done together? 
the three of us. I think like, you come to our in. house every year you don't have Penny. Yeah. Because you end up not going home because yeah, when you I, work. When I do have Penny, I usually end up going to Southeast Idaho and spending it with my immediate with family. family. And then when I don't, yeah, it seems like I usually end up here for Christmas morning. So what yeah. are your plans this year? Southeast Idaho, going to my sister's. Cool. And my family does some fun stuff, Christmas, my immediate family. There's a couple of really ridiculous kids piano duets that me and my siblings always pull out and play and laugh our heads off about. <laughs> Butterscotch and bagpipes. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. My laugh is so awful right now. I've had this cough forever and I'm like wheezing when I laugh. You sound like the uh, toy on Toy Wheezy. Story. <laughs> Wheezy. Wheezy. Yeah. Gee, thanks. Yeah. Only when you laugh. He's and so cute. Though. We do a white <laughs> elephant gift exchange with my parents and siblings and spouses. So like, I don't know, 15 of us or whatever. And that is always just freaking hilarious. Like it always ends up in people laughing until they cry. There's a couple of gifts that repeat themselves every year. And it's just like <laughs> to see who ends up with the, the silly gifts. Yeah. And, yeah. and then we ski. We ski the day after Christmas. My oh, nice. In Southeast Idaho. You don't ski on Christmas? No. I guess we also have the years we don't have the kids. Or we, yeah, the year we don't have the kids, we end up with, we do a different tradition with them too. Yeah, we do. So the years we don't have the kids, they get to open a gift every day that they're home. Mm. Like the, all three of them are at our house. Together. Together. So basically when Matt's kids are here, they get to open a present. You're talking and about 12 days of Christmas? Yeah, Penny always calls it 12 days of Christmas. And she but loves it. This year, I mean, like this year, it's nine days of Christmas. Oh. It's not like always. And they get smaller gifts. We don't do any really big gifts. It's small things. And we start that just in the month of December. Yeah, December, like until the 24th. Well, until they leave for Christmas. Whatever days they're home, they get a present. Fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think, do we have any crazy Christmas stories since we have been divorced or married or... When Steve and I were married? I loved the Christmas in Belize where we, me and my staff, uprooted a palm tree and planted it in the center of the Palapa, which was like the open air lobby slash restaurant slash bar, just like the public space. Yeah. So we planted this Christmas tree, this palm tree right in the middle of it and put lights on it. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was super fun. And then, we, and then it stayed the palm tree for most of the year. Oh, and the boat parade. You remember the boat parade in yeah. Belize? We had, we won one year. My staff decorated the big boat, which was a huge, I don't know, what was it, like a 45-foot boat or something. But they, like, we had a little meeting to decide what we were going to do, how we are going to decorate the boat for the boat parade. Because it was like a thing that they do in the town in San Pedro. And they came up with this idea to build a ginormous lit-up reindeer for the front of the boat. And a, Chris, a Christmas tree, like they wanted to do a, like a 20 foot pole in the middle and like string the lights down. And then they wanted to do like a 15 foot tall reindeer. And I'm just like, you guys, this sounds a little overly ambitious to me. Like, how about we dumb it down to something that's actually doable? Next thing I know, there's a 12 foot freaking reindeer. reindeer with like 4,000 lights on it and a big red spotlight nose. And there's like a 25 foot tall Christmas tree in the middle of the boat. <laughs> They did it all. My staff, they totally pulled it off. Crazy. And we won. It was amazing. I should find those pictures. Did you win money? They, you, know, you know what they look like? 
Boise people or Meridian people, the big, the big reindeers out at the village, the village at Meridian at the entrance, that's what it looks like. You have pictures of this? Somewhere. I'll find them. Crazy. I was going to start singing another song. Do it. We haven't had a song in a while. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I was going to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow because he said somewhere, and that's what came to mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's how my mind thinks. So I also feel like there are things that I've had to let go of different Christmas years. Like this year, we're not doing Christmas cards because there's just too much going on. In fact, I think I had done Christmas cards like once when Steve and I were married and once when Matt and I were married. And I always like to have a Christmas party, but that goes out the window most of the years. But I feel like there's things you have to let go of to like keep your sanity this time of year because for some reason, no matter how hard I try and how hard I plan, it is still craziness. Do you guys feel this way or is it just that I do everything and so you guys don't feel the craziness? Because <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking I about mean, this, it. It's always a little crazy, but no, I don't it's think crazy. it's crazy on the same level as crazy for you, Jessica. <laughs> I don't know. I always feel like this time of year is always super crazy. Yeah. I've liked that at yoga the last couple of times I've been, you know, they always start out class where you practice with some kind of like help you get them like the right mindset and set an intention and several of them have said we all know that this is the time of year that we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves to buy all the right gifts and do all the right things and be in all the right places and you know you got to make that family time and whatever and it was just nice to hear give yourself a little break recognize where you're at you know decide what really matters out of these and I know, it's just nice to recognize the focus in on the pressures important. and focus in on what's important. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, we've, it's, that's so easy to forget. It is. Well, and especially like your work's out of control right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shipping, yeah. Because you're shipping stuff. One of the things, too, that I was just thinking of that's this week. Well, it will have already passed, but Steve's and my anniversary is on the 21st of December. So we were those crazies that got married over Christmas Mm, break. We did, yeah. And I remember our first Christmas. So we were married. We went, we stayed in Salt Lake because we got married in Salt Lake for a few days. And then we came home and had Christmas with my family. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what you got me for Christmas that year? No. The bean bag? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Steve had made me this ginormous bean bag. Like a love sack. A love sack. It was huge. That he had gotten leather scraps. He'd gone around to upholstery shops and asked for all of their scraps, and they just gave them to him. Mm -hmm. And he sewed them together. At the ISU little go rent a sewing machine place. (laughs) Yeah. They let you use a sewing machine. So he would go there and sew these together. And then he had gotten all of this foam oh my that God. was not was... ripped. And so we had to yeah, rip it, was, it, it was, up It was foam scraps weeks. from upholstery shops. Like if they like yeah. cut out the shape of foam for a seat cushion or something, the little scrap from the edge, they have this big pile. And I went and bought it all for dirt cheap, like crammed it into my car. Like I could hardly <laughs> fit in because the entire car was full of foam scraps. Do you have pictures of this? We have I pictures so. of the bean bag. But you're right. Then we spent, so like the first two weeks of our married life, we sat in the living room watching movies and shredding this foam into like little (laughs) three-inch pieces until our fingers were just raw. They were literally raw. We had no fingerprints left. totally hurt raw from shredding foam. 
we weren't that smart. How funny. <laughs> but it was so fun. We loved that beanbag. It was so huge. What happened to that beanbag? It we is. eventually had to get rid of it because it's, I think we sold it when we moved to the It's in the Prana house in Oklahoma City. A friend of mine bought it that has this. Oh, we took it to Oklahoma. Yeah. Whoa. We took it all over the place. So it was just when we got divorced that we left it behind. So yeah. didn't you make another beanbag? For yes. Steve, since you and I have been married. Yeah. For, yeah, for me, for Penny. It's in oh, Penny's no, room. I guess it was. For you, the, Steve. Yeah. The funny thing now was. Now it's Penny's. Is that ended up at our house for a long time. Yeah, because it was too small to fit in my apartment. It was too big to fit oh, yeah, in your apartment. Right? My, <laughs> it's ginormous. It's huge. It is easily the world's biggest love sack. So yeah, do but people that, know what a love sack is? is that like a yeah. universal thing. Okay, good. Because if you don't, that sounds real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a giant beanbag. People, get yeah. your heads out of the gutter. <laughs> but this one is filled with old Marriott pillows. Every three to five years, we have to replace all our pillows. We had tons of perfectly good. Feather and foam hotel grade pillows. And so I shoved 80 of them into that thing. 80. <laughs> That's what it holds. It weighs like 500 pounds. Yeah, I remember trying to move that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember too. You came over and we had to shove it in the back of your SUV and we could hardly yeah. get the stupid thing. Yeah, in the back in of the my back, FJ. Because it was just too tall and too wide and too everything. Yeah. Yeah, so. But was... you still have that. It's, uh, a, it's, it's in, in Penny's room. room. Which is why she still has a teeny tiny kid sized bed because we can't fit a regular, like, 10 year old girl sized bed in that room without getting rid of the bean bag. <laughs> and when I told her, hey, we got to get rid of this so we can get Penny's you a real bed. A toddler bed? Pretty yeah. Much. The one that's built up in her, oh, in in her, her little cubby. It's supposed to be your closet. Well, as a closet, I turned it into a bed cubby. <laughs> okay. Got it. But when I told her we have to get rid of the bean bag to get a bed, she sobbed about it. She loves that freaking beanbag. And she does. Like, that's where she spends her time when she curls up there to listen to her Harry Potter bo- audiobooks and do her drawings. And she spent a lot of time on that beanbag. She sleeps on it half the time now. Because she doesn't fit in the bed. Fit in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to figure out what to do about her bed. Maybe she should get her bed for Christmas. It won't fit with the beanbag. I'm trying to come up with some new sort of elevated bed that can go over the beanbag or like, I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So she, needs, she needs to stop growing until I figure it out. Our first Christmas involved that beanbag. It does. It was pretty funny. What was our first Christmas like? I think we drove to Auburn on our first Christmas. We did like a super short Christmas opening presents with Steve at my parents' house, I think. Where the heck is Auburn? And then oh. maybe that wasn't the first year. That's the first year I remember. Huh. Oh, yeah, that was it. Because I gave you, we gave each other bikes. Remember? Oh, yeah. It was that first year we gave each other road bikes. And the people at the store knew we were giving them to each other. And they were like freaking out because we, we spent didn't know all, each other. We didn't know the other one was buying huh. them. And we spent, it was a lot of money to buy these nice road bikes. And they were like, when Matt went in to get mine, they're like, are you sure you should be yeah. buying this? <laughs> Maybe you should ask Jessica before you do it. Because I had already bought his and his was pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny. And I got mine that morning. He had put it in front of the tree while I was sleeping and then we went up to my parents for Christmas, and I had stuck his in my parents' garage. I hid that bike at Emily and Aaron's. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. So when I, you finally went to sleep that night, 
I snuck out and went and picked it up. That's funny. So yeah, that was I, and I had a little moment of bitterness about that. About the bikes? You wouldn't road bike with me oh, or yeah, mountain bike with me the whole yeah. time we were married. Yep. And then bam. Biking and cycling <laughs> with Matt. Do you want to know <laughs> and why? And now skiing. You you didn't ski when we were married either. Sure I did. We didn't have money to ski when we were married. Mm. That was part of the issue. And we lived in Belize and we moved all over. Why don't you ski with me in Belize? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was just shocked that all of a sudden you're into road biking after years and years of years of me road biking by myself that you had no interest in. The issue was, first of all, it's expensive to get a bike. Secondly, I felt like that was your time to go be you. Mm. And like, I really felt like you needed that. Like it was time for you to hang out with the guys. It was time for you to go do that and like, have this separate thing away from me. And so I felt like that was really important. We ran together all the we time. Did. Yeah, we did. And so I felt like... Yeah. Jessica knows that I'm not going to run with her. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and it was funny because I started... I was dating all of these guys that biked when after the divorce. And I was like, dang it, I got to get in shape to start biking. Like, I need to be able to go biking with these guys. Like, all of them bike. I should do this. So I started taking Gotta impress the boys. Heck yeah. I started taking spin classes at the Y to get my legs in shape for biking. And then it happened to be Matt was the first guy that took me biking. And yeah, I was actually doing this to get ready to go biking with the other guy I had been dating. But then you finally started dating me. (laughs) But I am scared to death of mountain biking. Mm. And that's partially why I never went with you. I And it scares me. And the only reason I probably started doing it with Matt is because we did it when we were dating and I wanted to keep up with him and try yeah. new things. And that's what you do when you're dating. You try to impress people. <laughs> so, yeah. But I love road biking, right. which I didn't know I would love. I, I remember she called – I had flown to Oakland. The week before we were getting married. The week before we were getting married. Because I just bought her a new bike. And I got a call from her. I land in Oakland. And the second I get off the plane, she calls me and says, I just wrecked on my bike. I said, it's okay. The doctor said I can take the brace off like on our honeymoon. But you have to be really careful with me. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be okay. And like all of this stuff. And he's like freaking out. What did you do? And I'm like, just kidding. I was like super scraped up and like went full over my bars. So she really did wreck. I wrecked really Mm. hard. Landed on my back. I couldn't breathe. And I knew it was bad because my dad came walking up behind me and he's like looking at me like very cautiously. And he's like, uh, are you okay? And I was like, I can't, like I couldn't talk. I can't talk. Okay. And he's like, okay. He was trying not to freak out, mm. but I was fine. I kept writing. Yeah. Anyways, things you do when you're dating. Yeah. She used the left brake instead of the right. Bad decision. I do that a lot. You should Ooh. stop that. Right over the handlebars. Yep. Well, I went over the handlebars and then the bike went over me and then we kind of fell to the ground. It yeah. was bad. So I had this bike wreck once. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we get off like <laughs> topic so quickly. Do you know where I'm going with this, Jessica? I don't remember. Actually, you were in a oh, I, have a, I have a good bike wreck story too. First day of college. Oh gosh. I'm all excited, riding my bike through the quad, 
Well, I like, I don't suppose the Which details like, matter, but somehow, yeah, through the middle of the campus. Middle the middle of very campus center and college. Of campus. Yeah. And I like, my wheel goes over the edge of the sidewalk <laughs> right before I, you know, I'm, I'm taking a, a swing and wide on the left so I can turn right and I swing too right and my wheels, my wheels go off the edge of the sidewalk and I crash. Well, I get home, I'm all bruised and bloodied and I limp my way back and my sister, Stephanie, who I was like sharing, like living with in like the duplex of college and I get back and she's like doctoring me up and she's like, Steve, you have tire marks across your butt. You ran yourself over on your bike. <laughs> Not sure how that happened, but big old bike marks across my butt. That's crazy. And I still have scars. <laughs> Physical and emotional. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well. Are we going to use all this material? I don't feel like this has been a very. You guys, we hope you enjoy your Christmas and our very random episode tonight. We just wanted to share some of our Christmas memories and traditions, and we hope that you're enjoying your Christmas. Does anybody else have stuff they want to say about Christmas or Anything? I feel like we should somehow tie this back into our message of like co-parenting and families and <laughs> well I, I do think it's funny because I was thinking about it today and remembering our Christmases and like so this year we don't have kids. Well Steve has Penny, but Matt and I don't have kids. And so I think it was last year Steve came over, opened presents with us, and then didn't you fall asleep on the floor? Yeah. He's like up there. At one Did point, yeah. at one point, Steve and I are the only ones up there. He had bought himself like a I I don't know, some sort of device. And so he's messing with that. And Matt got me a watch. So I'm messing with my watch. And Matt and the kids are all downstairs playing. <laughs> and Steve and I are just like chilling on the couch. And I was just laughing. It was just so funny to me. And then Hank went with Matt's parents that night for something. I can't remember why. And so Matt and I and the girls decided to go see the Grinch. And I was like, oh, we should invite Steve because he's just home by himself. But we didn't. And we're standing in <laughs> oh. line. We're standing in line at the movie theater get to get our tickets for the Grinch. And I turn around and see Steve walking through the door to go to a movie by himself. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? And we were dying because Matt had that. said, I almost thought about inviting Steve too. But we, neither of us did. And then you showed up and came to the Grinch with the girls and I. And you sat with the girls and Matt and I sat like, because there weren't seats together. Yeah. It was so funny. So funny. <laughs> that was funny. It was funny. But honestly, I mean, if we're home, you're with us. And mm -hmm. I feel like that is one of the things we have fought for. And like the three of us had made possible is that like if we're going to be on our own or something, we include everybody because we're family. Right. And that's what it comes down to. And I think that's one of the things that Matt has adjusted to so well is that idea of <laughs> Steve's part of our family. And I really have appreciated that. And I know Steve has too, but it just makes such a big difference and is so much easier for Penny to not have to worry about that or for us to have to worry about that. So. Yep. Sorry, Matt. I'm here. <laughs> Does that help tie it in? There it goes. It ties it in. No need Good to job. apologize, Steve. Yeah. It's been, it's like the, you know, you get uncomfortable and you learn and you grow and it usually works out for the best. But that was one of my favorites when you showed up at the movie theater. That's funny. You'd been at our house most of the day. You left. <laughs> 
We both thought about inviting you, but didn't. People make fun of me for this, but I thoroughly enjoy going to the movies by myself. I don't think there's any shame in that. Nope. I think it's a weird thing to do socially anyway, because you don't get to interact. No. It's like, why not just go by yourself? I don't. That's part of the reason Matt and I don't go to movies is Mm. because we like to, if we're going to go out and do something, we like to interact with people or interact with each other. I'm a super social guy, but most movies I've been to, I've probably been to more by myself than with other people. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Yep. All right. Well, have a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 